Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to Intentionally Inspirational, the podcast for entrepreneurs and those who just want more out of life. Now for your host and author of the upcoming book, The Backwards Route to Forward Progress, Jason Wright. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning into the show. This is episode number 28, entitled Authority Content Book Launch with David Jennings. Hello, everybody. This is Jason Wright. I'm really excited about our show today. I'm excited about all the shows, but this one's really, really exciting. I've got my first guest from Australia with me, and I know you guys will love what David brings to the conversation. Uh, Like I told you in a previous show, I tailor all these interviews, these conversations now to the guest to really focus on what they bring to you guys, Inspire Nation, and I think you'll enjoy the new format. So very, very good stuff. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see the future guests that we get as well. Uh, This thing is growing and uh, making a splash, no pun intended, kind of all over the place. So glad to see it's not just limited to North America anymore. We'll see where it goes, but uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Uh, Some quick news for you guys before we jump into that. I will be offering online courses for personal development and startup entrepreneurs soon. Um, Those will be paid courses. It is good stuff. And uh, if you guys have an interest in that, just uh, keep your eyes and ears open and uh, you'll see those shortly. But I wanted to make you aware of that. And without any further ado, man, let's get into this interview. Um, Had a heck of a good time doing it. I was excited when I found out it was going to happen, and I'm excited even thinking about it right now. So uh, we're going to check out that conversation with David and myself and see what we talked about. Hello, everybody. Today I've got a very special guest with me. I've got David Jennings. Now, David is a lifelong entrepreneur. He's the author of a brand new book called Authority Content, and he's, he's a director of Melbourne SEO and Video. David, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Jason, all the way from across the pond over there. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, it's very cool. It's my first guest from Australia, so I'm really, really excited to uh, get my international reach going on. So thanks very much for connecting. Yeah, pleasure. Hopefully uh, one of many. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you a bit about myself and my audience. Uh, my show is obviously called an Intentionally Inspirational, so we call our listeners Inspire Nation. And a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs themselves, who are trying to get through a breakthrough or maybe they're a budding entrepreneur. They haven't taken that leap yet, and they really love hearing people like yourself who've done some things. So with that in mind, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story, where you started, and how you got to where you are right now? Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, it all started for me, I suppose, if I go back probably about 15 years and when I finished school, I needed to make that conscious decision of was I going to go to university or was I going to get out there and, and be the entrepreneur that was sort of waiting inside me already. And it, for me, it was an easy choice. It was against the advice of many at the time. They said, look, you should go to university. But I thought, I want to just go straight where the money is. So I decided to learn about the stock market and trading and investing. And very quickly, I found out that uh, it's to make money in the stock market, you need money basically. And all I had 
was a, a debt that I uh, acquired by taking out a loan to do the course, and at the time I was stacking shelves in a supermarket to pay that debt back. So um, there I was with this knowledge, but then uh, didn't have any money for investing. So a friend and I, we part- partnered up, and uh, together we wrote a book called The Metastock Programming Study Guide, which taught people how to use the charting package that we just learnt about, because I found a lot of people were having trouble using this platform and I just seemed to pick it up quite quickly. So we developed that and it sold really well in our immediate community. But then when it came to getting the word out beyond that, that's when I recognized, okay, well, maybe I need to learn a little bit about marketing and got interested in online marketing, direct marketing, copywriting, sales, all that sort of stuff at a very young age, tried to consume as much as I could and um, then started to apply it uh, on this particular product. And, yeah, we built up a great presence and probably over the better part of close to oh, probably about seven years, um, my business partner and I really were considered uh, experts in that space. And then they changed the um, the legal requirements here in Australia requiring a certain amount of licensing uh, to give what they called financial advice. So my business partner, who was the main content creator there, and I was more the marketing arm, he um, ended up heading in one direction and I ended up heading in the other and I built up a good-sized marketing team and quite a lot of knowledge at that point in time and that's really when we uh, transitioned over to Melbourne SEO and video. And um, then I took all of the knowledge that we picked up and applied to a really competitive niche, like stock market education and is hyper competitive and then when we started applying that those marketing skills to uh, just local business we found we were getting some really great results and that kind of brings us up to speed with where we are today i mean there's been little fun uh, side journeys along the way like any good entrepreneur i've probably got uh, too many things on the go or at least i did back then that was a big lesson for me um, over the years is the real key here is for focus because entrepreneurs have a million and one ideas and it's about taking one of those and going very deep with it but i did try lots of other things along the way we often opened a rock and roll clothing music store and got that up to three stores just to selling you know things like metallica t-shirts and acd stickers that sort of thing um, and also um, did a little thing where I sold the Melbourne Cricket Ground, which was a fun little side project as well. That was one of my first things. So, but there, that's me in a little bit of a nutshell. Wow, very very cool. I uh, I personally was picking up nuggets here and there, and uh, one of them that just kind of slapped me in the face was you said entrepreneurs uh, focus on a lot of different things, but they really need to grab one and, and dig in deep. And I'm looking yeah. up on my office wall, or I've got my whiteboard. <laughs> And every day, I mean, racing this thing and throwing ideas up there, and I just have arrows and words and lines all over the place. So uh, that, yeah. that spoke directly to me and said, "You gotta, gotta focus it down, buddy." So yeah, it's a continual thing. I have this journal, um, and I will continually redraw like my map or what it is that I'm working on right now, and it's always about pairing things back. And whenever you listen to anything, you know, whenever you listen to one of Jason's podcast or read a cool article or whatever the case may be you always think how does this apply to what it is that i'm working on right now and if it doesn't quite apply then you put it to the side and you know it's not for you right now but and, and you take the bits and that really apply to what it is that you're focusing on now and that's uh, tends to be how you get the best traction 
Absolutely. Let me ask you this. Um, before you got to the end of high school, like when you were younger, did you know that you might want to do the entrepreneurial thing? When did that fire really start for you? Yeah, I, I don't know. Entrepreneurship, um, you know, going back, you know, I'm, I'm still relatively young, but I mean, if we go back sort of maybe 16, 17 years, um, it's, uh, it, it wasn't nearly as sexy of a, a topic or, you know, everybody didn't, didn't want to be one. So I, I didn't think of it in terms of entrepreneurship, but my dad's always run his own business and um, I I never really saw myself in the regular nine to five and I always had these pictures in my mind of, of the life that I was going to, to lead and usually that was just because, you know, you, you grow up in a with a, a tough background uh, and then you kind of yearn for something else. So I always had these pictures of the way that I imagined things would be. Uh, and, and I thought, well, I'm not going to get that through the regular nine to five. So I, I kind of had that idea um, and, you know, not afraid of work and I'm you know, just getting down to business. So yeah, I, th- I think it's always been there. I've, I've tried little things along the way. I had this other thing, one of my earliest things I remember trying to identify a product that I could sell uh, here in Australia. And I always had this idea that, you know, you spot these products over in the US that are doing quite well and then you bring them to Australia because it's um, a smaller market and, and sometimes there's a bit of lag time before when things get over here. And uh, even at school, I identified this little drug uh, testing kit where you'd put this piece of paper in a drink and it could tell you whether or not your drink is spiked so I ended up acquiring the rights to that and then going to my school to try and get them to um, sell it through. And, I mean, that was a lesson in itself. I le- learned a lot of things about uh, government bureaucracy and school bureaucracy. And, um, yeah, that, there are a few lessons there. But I think it's always been there. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's, uh, you know, for anybody that doesn't know what it's really about, they think it's this dream life, but it's one of the most brutal things you can put yourself to, but I think it's well worth the effort. Uh, absolutely. So, yeah. well, awesome. Uh, tell us a bit about what your company does, uh, Melbourne SEO and video. And, and before you answer that, I wanted to tell you your videos, phenomenal, very, very well put together. Music's great. I love them man. very, very good stuff. Ah, thank you. Yeah, definitely one of our core competencies is the video. It's It started off with mainly search engine optimization, and that really was about being at the right place at the right time. All entrepreneurs, I think you'll develop a, a keen eye uh, as as you sort of mature as an entrepreneur for spotting opportunities as you see them, and then you ride those opportunities as much as you can. It's like making hay when the sun is shining. So mm-hmm. um, for me, when I was getting used to uh, marketing things online, uh, SEO was a huge opportunity. So we, I, I went deep on that, and then th- that's changed significantly. And content is now a very important component of uh, marketing yourselves online. So that's when we really added in the video side of things, and um, now we're even adding in some SEM, some paid marketing. So we're not really uh, like a particular platform dependent. Really, it's just about identifying where when you're working with a client where their target market is on which platforms online and then trying to basically get your message or the client's message in front of that audience so we're kind of i suppose creative online marketers i mm-hmm. suppose mm-hmm. well let me ask you this so you've got a great deal of online marketing experience and knowledge what advice would you give 
the newer entrepreneur, where should they be focusing their efforts and their attention as far as marketing? I mean, um, you know, social media, websites, email lists, those are things that we hear about all the time. But where do you think we should really put our best focus first? Uh, First, it has to be on the website because no matter which platform you drive traffic from, it always pushes back to the website and the website is the asset that you own. So if Facebook changes their algorithm, as we saw, you know, a good few years ago when um, people were building up these fan pages with loads of likes and everybody spent their time focusing on that and then Facebook changed the game and made it pay to play. And sure, you can have lots of different likes, but if you still want your message as a business to get in front of the audience, you have to pay. Or if uh, YouTube ends up cancelling your account, like there's a lot of risks when you're building up a huge business or presence on someone else's platform. So it's always start with your website first, optimize for the user to make sure that they get a great user experience and uh, look to try and get them into your funnel. So that way you get their name and email and then have the opportunity to have an ongoing discussion with them to introduce your products and services and really optimize that. Then you do layer in the other stuff over the top, but really they are just uh, the whole purpose of those is to drive traffic back to the asset that you own. That's phenomenal advice, man. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, that speaks to me, again, very clearly right now where I'm at with some things. And uh, for other people listening, that's just going to save them a lot of time and headaches. So that's that's great, great, yeah. great stuff. Well, tell us a little bit about this new book, Authority Content. I appreciate you sending me uh, hard-end uh, electronic copies of that. And I've peeked at it a bit, and it looks very, very solid. Your, your whole website and um, promotion around that is just beautiful, very, very nice, just like the videos. So great job uh- with that. Yeah, we, we've got um, some huge traction with it. It was one of those, I've never worked so hard to uh, create something that I ended up giving away for free, at least for the first <laughs> little launch. Um, we, we just had the launch uh, pretty much over the weekend, over the last five days, and it's been phenomenal. We got up to um, number one in Australia for business and money on Amazon in the Kindle store. We actually got up to number four in the Kindle store, all of the Kindle store. Which wow, very nice. Is, yeah. I think we only got beaten out by romance novels. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it goes to, to show what people are downloading on Kindle. And, um, and in the US, we got to number two for business and uh, investing. So, it was, yeah, fantastic result. The book itself, it's really just it documents the way that we market businesses. Um, I found when working with a lot of different clients, most businesses, they know that they need to create great content to capture the attention of their audience and engage them and build trust. Yet everybody's so busy just with the day-to-day operations of running a business, they never get around to writing an article or creating some sort of podcast or I mean you're you'd be one of the rare uh, exceptions Jason most most business owners just don't find that time so we developed a little bit of a, a method around this content creation and authority building and it, um, the short version is just pretty much run an event and uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be like uh, a workshop you know where people sit down at tables and chairs it's it's just about getting some prospects and clients into a room and then you and your staff end up delivering frequently asked questions and um, helping educate them around your products and services so you make it very educational you record that whole 
day and then you take that content and it becomes a helpful resource on your website that you can optimize and then you start to take that content and chop it up into pieces. So one day's content, you might end up getting 30, 40 different videos and you can cut them into you know, three and five minute videos answering frequently asked questions that you can upload to YouTube and then you get transcribed and you connect the transcriptions with the videos and they become blog posts and you can um, take those transcriptions and turn them into PDFs and share them on PDF sharing sites. And there's just so many different things you can do. You can split out the audio and upload it to iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, But it's all about starting with a very rich source of content first and then how do you repurpose that as much as possible? So the book, Authority Content, really just documents that process in great detail. Wow, that's uh, Inspire Nation. I hope you listen to what he just said very carefully because there was a lot of nuggets in there. That is very good stuff. I'm actually really, really excited about reading the book. Uh, certainly, I, I something I plan on jumping into here in the next week or two, um, honestly. So that's really good. And you touched on content a few times. And uh, I've got some friends that are in different types of businesses and a lot of people that listen to this as well that I don't know. But give us a little tip or some direction on content. There's people out there that I know that don't blog, don't podcast, don't do YouTube. They just kind of rely on social media for everything, but I feel like they're missing out on a lot by not putting out content. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, content is uh, definitely where it's at. That's how you capture someone's attention. And if it's great enough content or you're putting out helpful, useful content, not just content that just pitches, like you're actually helping people, um, that will engage the audience. And then if you do that over a period of time, it'll end up building trust. And then you pretty much stay front of mind for um, the, the client or the prospect, and then when they're thinking about purchasing your product or service, you're right there front of mind. And it's it's not about creating just one bit of content here or there, like you, you'll get forgotten about. It is about doing this consistently over a long period of time. And that's really when you start to build up um, attention and you start to build up an audience and people start to have a look at what you're doing. And I mean, a good example, one that I included in the book, we did some work with a swimming pool manufacturer here in Australia, and uh, we ended up creating a buyer's guide for people who were looking to purchase a swimming pool. So, I mean, it wouldn't make sense to create a um, an ebook or a video series for them about how to build a swimming pool, you know, like set the, the how to build a swimming pool in seven easy steps uh, PDF. That's not going to make much sense for them. So it's all about understanding the target market and thinking about what's going to be helpful and useful and relevant for them. So we created this swimming pool buyer's guide where we, we went in, we worked with them for a day, we recorded a whole bunch of their frequently asked questions. We got their best salesperson. We got some of the staff. We got the founder who talked about the company. And we recorded all of this content answering things like, should I go for fiberglass or concrete? Um, how close can I build a swimming pool to my house? How long does a swimming pool take to build? How much does a swimming pool cost? And we ordered it in a way that... Um, it's the logical order that someone would be asking those questions if they were looking to buy a swimming pool. And then we ended up putting that on their website and we took that content and we chopped it up into little pieces and we shared it around the web. So that's an example of, you know, a, a very non-internet markety uh, type business mm-hmm. applied smart content marketing 
Um, and really, it works for every single business because all prospects will end up having questions. And it's about getting the, into their mind and being quite conscious about the questions they're asking. If you think the content really is, it's like you're going fishing and the content is the bait to catch the right fish. So you need to be very conscious about the bait you're putting out there um, because it'll determine the fish you end up catching. So um, another good example of that, actually, we worked with a, a domestic cleaner and they had already created quite a lot of content before we started working with them. And they created some content that was like how to iron the perfect shirt or how to clean the grout in your uh, shower. And I said to them, look, that's good for sort of showing that you know your stuff. But the person who's searching how to iron the perfect shirt on YouTube uh, isn't looking for your products and services. They're more than likely going to be doing it themselves. You, what you need to be doing is creating content around, um, should I feel guilty about getting a cleaner? What do I need to do to prepare my house before a cleaner comes? How long should I let a cleaner in my house? Is it safe to leave keys with my cleaner? What should I look for when, when looking to um, find a cleaner? Like that's the type of questions that would attract the right person. So, I mean, it's a big topic and, and definitely go into it in more detail in the book, but that'll definitely give um, the listeners a point in the right direction. Wow, very, very cool. Thank you, man. That's, uh, that's awesome. Well, let me ask you this. When you think about content, is there one platform that you think is, uh, you know, better than the other as far as time, you know, better spent? You know, is, yeah. is YouTube better than written or podcasting or do you have an opinion on that? Definitely start with video. Video for me is, is where it starts for a few reasons. One, there's a perceived barrier to entry for a lot of people because they think, oh, the tech is too hard, it's too expensive, it's too time-consuming. Like there's all these reasons why people come up with um, why they, they can't do video. And um, generally speaking, when you dig a little bit deeper, most of them, they are just excuses. If, if you want to do video, you'll do it. And it's the reason I suggest you do it is it's the most effective um, and cost-effective uh, type of work that you can start with because it can be repurposed so many different ways. If you start with video, well, you can now get the audio out of it. You can now get the transcription out of it. You can pass that transcription then to a ghostwriter who'll polish it up. So, like, there's lots of derivative content that can be got when, as long as you start with the richest source of uh, content. So I always suggest starting with that first and then as far as then how do you syndicate and get that content out there and which platforms do you use, um, that really comes down to where's your target market. So if you're looking for you know business professionals, then you might head over to LinkedIn. If you're looking for you know stay-at-home affluent mums you might head to something like pinterest and it's more of a visual means if you're looking for you know a younger demographic uh, you might look to snapchat and repurpose some of the content there it it really where you put it just will depend based on the audience so it's it's hard to give one exact answer but if you're going to start anywhere for me youtube most people go to uh, youtube it is the world's second largest search engine um it's um People just have questions and they go to YouTube to find answers. So it's yeah, that's my recommendation. Well, that's uh, that's interesting because uh, YouTube is where I've put my least amount of focus, and I'm staring at a really nice camera that I have, and I've got a nice Mac set up, so I have no excuse. But I haven't placed any emphasis on that, so I know for what I do, I'm certainly going to start doing that. And is it effective even in smaller bursts? You know, two and three minute 
pieces on certain topics and things like that or what are your thoughts yeah for sure it's definitely getting harder and harder to get above the noise but it's it's the same with anything i mean you you'd know this from uh podcasting you've been doing it for a little while um and and you you have to just keep sticking with it i think long term like i I think podcast is a is a very good play because someone who uh you'd get you'll get this over time particularly as your audience starts to grow um when you're uh, out and about, or let's say you're engaging in someone with someone who has already listened to a couple of episodes of that podcast, they'll feel like they know you already, although you've never actually spoken to them. Absolutely. And it's the same with video. Like both podcast and, and video are very close together in that. You just get that, that bond without having to have chatted with them. Well, very nice. And I, what I try to do is I try to take a very conversational, relaxed tone with the podcast, just like I would in real life. So, I understand what you're saying completely, and now you've got my wheels turning about video too. So <laughs> let's see how much yeah. more stuff I can pack into my week. So <laughs> very, very yeah. cool. Well, man, it's been awesome talking to you. I know there's listeners that are probably wondering what's the best way to reach you and all of your resources. Yeah, look, if you head over to authoritycontent.com. Um, depending on when you listen to this, um, like you'll be able to grab the Kindle version of the book or the physical printed book via Amazon. That's the best and easiest way to start. There's also some links to my YouTube channel, plenty of great free content, those videos that Jason was talking about on there. And if you've got any questions, you can just get me at David Jennings. Um, and uh, yeah, you'll, you'll find that linked on the site as well. Happy to help. But at the very least, I'll point you in the right direction. Thanks again, man. Uh, If you guys enjoyed uh, the show and you want to check out the resources that David mentioned and some of the links, you can go to the show notes, which are going to be found at intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 28. And if I don't have the notes up there at the time you hear this, I will within 24 hours for sure. So check back if it says coming soon, I will get that um, updated and that will be available for you. As always, if you guys enjoyed the show, please subscribe to it on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and share it with somebody. For those of you that are listening for the first time, um, certainly glad you found us here, and we would love to have you as a permanent member of Inspire Nation as well. You know, here we talk to entrepreneurs and people that want more out of life. I give you inspiration, I motivate you, and I give you nuggets to help aid you in your personal development. If that sounds like something interesting and valuable to you, you know, check us out each week. I release uh, generally two shows a week, and that's the plan for now. And uh, if you want to see everything that we're doing, check out intentionallyinspirational.com, and uh, you'll get all of our resources there. Uh, if you guys would like to contact me for any reason, you can do so on my Facebook page, Intentionally Inspirational Podcast, or you can go to the page on my website, um, it is actually called the booking request page now. So something new I'm doing. It was formerly known as the contact me page or the contact page, but now it's under booking request. So I'm uh, going to be looking into some coaching and some other things in the near future as well. So that's why that's called that. Now it's time for my final thought for the day. And I think you guys will like this. And I think this will speak to some people listening. Actually, I'm a hundred percent positive. It'll speak to some people listening And I actually told myself this very final thought here recently. So check this out. Don't wait for future knowledge, skills, and experience. Come as you are and take action right now. 
So many of you are probably thinking about an opportunity or a business or a goal or a milestone that you want to go for, which you say, you know what, I'm not quite ready. I haven't done enough of this or I haven't trained enough in that. You've got these reasons that that hinge off of time and you tell yourself, I don't quite have enough uh, experience to do this yet. And I'm going to say, forget that. I'm going to say, you know what, come as you are today and start going after stuff. You know, I can't preach about this stuff. I can't talk about this stuff to you guys unless I do it myself. So I'm telling you, step out of that comfort zone. And if you're not in it, step even further out and go after something new. All right, guys, I appreciate you listening today. Great show, exciting stuff coming. I'm having a lot of fun with this. David, thanks again, man. Uh, Inspire Nation, I will see you soon. Enjoy your week, and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of our show. We hope that we brought you one step closer to maximizing your greatness. See you next time.